What is up, Alex City, and welcome back to Spokast. And I am recording in the third best recording studio in Spokane, uh, according to the Inlanders' best of awards. Uh, I I won third place overall in the Inlanders' best of awards for uh, best recording studio. So thank you to everyone who voted for Spokast. I was very surprised, to say the least. I knew there might be a chance, and I got to thank my friends at uh, Trinity Northwest. Uh, Aaron and Melissa for posting about voting for Spocast. I think that might have been it. I didn't post too much about it, but or maybe a lot of people just know about Spocast and they, you know, they put me on the ballot. Um, this is my third best of. I, I won two previous for best of local podcast with the perimeter with Adam Morrison and then the inaugural um Best of local local podcast. It was the first time they ever had the award. Uh, Spokast won it in 2020, and then they got rid of the award for whatever reason. And uh, and now they added recording studio. And and so and so yeah, I was I was very honored to be mentioned with the other uh, recording studios that won, uh, which were Amplified Wax and then Panoramic Dreams. Shout out to TS uh, and then. Uh, Spokane Public Library, who I shared third place with. So th- yeah, it was really cool. And um, you know, <laughs> when I think about winning the best of, I think back to when I was much younger, like in my twenties. Um, me and my wife Abby would go down to the Rocket Bakery and we'd read The Inlander, and I would read that thing front to back. Maybe not front to back, but I'd read you know the articles that I wanted to read. And you know, every year when The Inlander came out. Um, especially back in the mid aughts, I would like read over all the winners and I would look at it with like a certain awe, be like, oh man, these businesses must be really cool to win this award. Um, getting older and uh, learning a little bit more about the media industry, I've learned that these awards can be uh, somewhat contrived, uh, which is like all awards, like they're all kind of contrived. Like it's no secret that like, certain people win things for certain reasons. Um, and this is not just an Inlander thing. It's like an every award type of thing. Um, but it's still really cool. And I very much appreciate, uh, the recognition. So, you know, maybe since I won the award and, uh, maybe if you're listening to this show, cause you want to listen to the interview with Isaac Hosier, uh, Maybe this is your first time listening to the podcast, and so I wanted to give everyone a, a brief rundown of what Spokast, the podcast, is all about. Spokast, the podcast, uh, was started by myself, Andrea Williams, and Nate Martin, who are on the show with me today, and it's all about the people, businesses, and events that make Spokane a vibrant and a thriving community. On every episode, we feature interviews with artists, community members, leaders, and other notable Spokenites uh, who share insights and perspectives on a wide range of topics, from arts and culture to entrepreneurs and entertainers. The Spokast podcast covers a little bit of everything that makes you know our city unique. And as a lover of all things Spokane, 
I always try to bring, you know, my somewhat deep knowledge and passion for our local community to the show. Uh, and I, you know, it's always very conversational uh, when I'm engaging with my guests. And, you know, we just want to give the listeners an, an insider perspective of uh, the people and places that make, you know, the Lilac City special. So, you know, if you're a longtime resident, you're a newcomer to the area, Spocast is an amazing way to stay connected to all the things happening in our community. So that is what Spocast is all about. It's what we set out to do back in 2019 when we were making this podcast. And it's still when I'm making this podcast, what I think about when I'm interviewing people. And and yeah, and so, but I uh, I have to put it out there because like I feel like a lot of people ask what Spocast is, and it's right now two different things. It is a it is a a company, a recording studio where I produce about twenty different podcasts locally, and then it's also a podcast, which is what it you know originally started as. But uh, but I got a surprise for everyone. I uh, I have to do an ad read. Um, I think this is the first ad read ever on Spocast, um, and it's with my friends at Golden Handle Brewery. Uh, it's kind of actually, shameless plug, I actually help run the marketing and events at Golden Handle, but, and they're also part of the Spokane Workers Co-op, um, which is why I'm helping them with doing their marketing and events. But I also thought this would be a good opportunity to do an ad read for them. So uh, do you love beer? And do you love helping support our local community? Then you got to go check out Golden Handle Brewing. It's Spokane's first social purpose brewery dedicated to brewing delicious beer and supporting the people and organizations that make Spokane a better place. You know, lots of places locally donate a little bit of the revenue to community organizations, and that's a really great thing. But at Golden Handle, we do it there every single day. Each month, Golden Handle picks a different community nonprofit and then donates $1 of every Golden Handle pint that they sell for the entire month to that cause. And then the next month, they do it again. So yeah, go there. Buy some buy some Golden Handle pints. Uh, the head brewer, Rachel, there is, makes this amazing beer. She, she specializes in English-style beers. And if you mention that Brennan from Spokecast sent you, you're going to get a dollar off your first flight. Um so, you know, you know, the flight, meaning like the tasters, you know, like you're going to not like the flight for everyone you're buying. Like if you buy like a flight, which I think is like four samplers or maybe five samplers, I'm not sure. You're going to get a dollar off that. And uh, you can go visit Golden Handle. It's at the old Steel Barrel Tap Room, 154 South Madison Street. And it's open Thursday through Mondays, 3 to 9 p.m. And pretty much every Friday we will be having live music there and you can go on Friday nights from six to eight and you can listen to some live music, DJs, uh, acoustic performers. Um, uh, it's all mostly solo acts. There might be some like rock or country style uh, artists as well, but yeah, we're, we're having fun there doing some live music every Friday night. So go, so go check that out as well. Um, and I'm going to get into this real quick because this podcast wouldn't also not be done without my fabulous Patreon supporters. Uh, and they are Joe Van Voorhis, Elizabeth Geyer, Abby Pointer, Lee Wick, Gina Campbell, Tyler Poole, Sarah Thorpe, Judy Pointer, Zach Hawkins, Amber Sparks, Luke Baumgarten, Valerie Ossier, Alex Leia, Nick Spanger, 
and Elizabeth and Bill Pointer. Thank you again so much for being Spocastonites. If you, who are listening right now, want to become a Spocastonite and you want to support what I'm doing here, visit patreon.com backslash Spocast and you can select from one of my four tiers to uh, become a... uh, you know, a, a supporter. Um, I have some swag that I that I give away, and all that's going to be probably changing a little bit soon. But uh, it's going to be meaning there's new swag and new things to give away. And uh, if you haven't got your stuff yet, reach out to me. I will get it to you. Um, so, well, I I have an amazing guest today, um, and not just me. He was also joined by my original, the OG Spocast host. Uh, Andrea Williams and Nathan Martin, they joined me this uh, on this episode, and we're really trying to do that one episode all OG crew at least once a month. And that would be a, I mean, it's kind of a stretch goal because we haven't done it in like six months, but uh, you know, we want to at least try to we want to try to do one a month together, and you know, maybe it'll be every other month. But it's so much fun when we all all three of us get into a room together and interview. I really wanted to have him here for this interview because Isaac Hosier, who is our first guest, who owns Peace Pie and the new shop Sandoz, which is on Maple and Ash. I don't say it. it's like not on Maple or Ash. It's on Maple Street. But I always forget if Maple goes north or south or if it's Ash. And so he but he's on. So when you're driving south towards downtown, either that's Maple or Ash, his his little stand is on the left-hand side, and it's where the old Taco Vado was. Uh, and he's making just really good breakfast sandwiches there and lunch sandwiches. They're open from like 6 to 3. It might be earlier than that, or maybe it's 7 to 3. I'm not sure. But whenever it is, there's always a line out to the street. And he's just making these really, really good sandwiches on this awesome bread that he makes. Uh, and he's, like I mentioned, he's also the owner of Peace Pie, which is located in the Serenet Commons. And he makes New York style pizza there. Uh, he has different, not different styles, but different you know toppings that he come. You can get buy pizza by the slice or buy by the slice. You can buy pizza by the slice or buy it by the what? By the whole? You can buy a whole pizza. Uh, is that what you call it? Um, but they, it's really good New York style pizza, and he he's really. I wouldn't say he's perfected it. Uh, obviously, he's very young and he's still learning a lot, and so he's done a really good job of making New York style pizza. And I think he's just going to keep on getting better and better. Go check it out at um, Serenet Commons. Get a, maybe get a couple slices and try them. But I really enjoy it. I like pizza, and it's a good, it's an enjoyable pizza. Um, and so, and Isaac was. Is just a super cool guy. He's uh, in his mid twenties, and he's just killing it in the food scene here in Spokane. He not only is he doing Sandos and doing Peace Pie, he's also has multiple other projects that he's working on, including his his Smash Burger pop up Lacy's. Which, if you go and follow Lacy's on Instagram, uh, you might be able to find out when their next pop up is. Uh, and in these Smash Burgers that he makes. I haven't had one, but I've had smash burgers before. And anytime someone talks about smash burgers, I'm just like, they're delicious. Uh, the best, I would say the best example in Spokane or in our region that sells, that does smash burgers would be Hudson's out in Coeur d'Alene. And cause you can go out to Hudson's and you can eat like three burgers because they're, cause a smash burger is like, 
you take a you know a, you take some beef and then you smash it down and it gets really thin and so like it's not like a quarter pound of beef it's or a half pound like i don't know if you're eating a half pounder um but it's not a quarter pound it's it's pretty thin and so you can sometimes buy them doubles or um at not sometimes you can buy them as doubles or singles at hudson's but uh they're just really good and i i want to really try this Lacey pop up sometime. We talk all about how he got started in the industry here in Spokane, uh, where he where his origins are, and uh, we play a really long game of the Spokast hot list because Nate and Andrea really wanted to join in, and instead of being like the traditional like quick little game, it was like thirty minutes of us talking about our favorite places in Spokane. So listen to that section if you want to get some local inside of like the best places to go in Spokane. Um, from three people who have very different tastes and I wouldn't say very different tastes, but have different tastes enough that, uh, you'll, you'll learn about multiple places that are a little bit different. <laughs> I should say really excited again for you to get in the show before we do that. I got one last little shout out. This podcast is also supported by the Spokane workers co-op. Spokast is a part of the Spokane Workers Co-op. It is a locally based worker-owned holding company whose mission it is to increase access to living wages, workplace democracy, and autonomy, and create the sort of lifelong career trajectories that are increasingly uncommon for the majority of people in America. The worker owners of SWC, regardless of which business they work in, are equal co-owners in the entire holding company, providing them not just direct ownership, but ownership in a diversified and resilient portfolio of businesses dedicated to serving Spokane and the Inland Northwest. You can go learn a lot more by following Spokane Workers Co-op on Instagram. You can also go to their website at www.spokane.coop. C-O-O-P. And uh, you can, yeah, go learn more there. But I will not keep you all any longer. Here is our guest, Isaac Hozier of Peace Pie and his new shop, Sandoz. This is Spokast. Perfect. Well, we're back. Welcome to Spokast. I'm here with the original crew Nathan Martin mm. and Hello. Andrea Williams. Oh, hey. I'm so excited that I did my yearly text to you guys saying, hey, it's my, it's, <laughs> I text you back last year in February, like, hey, I want to get you guys back on the podcast. And you're like, that was last year you were on board and this, this year you're on board. And this, this once every six months yeah. or once a year actually nice. works really great. Yeah. It's so yeah. fun. I mean, I want to get to this once a month. Like, I know it's a lot, you know. <laughs> That's what you said last year. And once we said, no, we can't th- give you that. Yeah. We'll I have see. two jobs. Nate's going to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and That's I wanted to have you both on for this episode because it's a very special episode. It is. A, it's there. It's a very special episode. It is. I'm. We have Isaac Howe. Oh, my God. I remember that. You already asked. Hauger. Well, I, I said in my mind, Hauger for the last, like, Hauger, Hauger, Hauger. So disrespectful. And so then I say Hauger. Hauger. Yeah, you're right. There's no S there. So um, That's okay. the owner of Peace Pie, Sandoz, you also do Lacey's uh, Smash Burger pop-up. I we didn't do. know that. We don't talk about that one much. Okay. We're going to talk a, about all of this. It's low-key for Sir, a reason. we are on a podcast. <laughs> we are going to talk about all of I'm this. Fine with, no. I'm fine with uh, exposing myself on that. <laughs> oh, I'm so curious. Uh, but yeah, I, I, 
I had you, I was producing a podcast that you were on with um, Chris Kilduff, um, eating, talking with your mouth full. And I was like, I'm about to do that through the <laughs> in the conversation that you guys were having. I was like, man, I got to get this guy in Spocast. And then you mentioned that you knew you and you knew Andrea through the between well, coffee and pizza. I was going to say that's you why did. you will forever have a special place in my heart. A couple of reasons. Um, at Woodshop, my me coming to, to join that team was right. over pizza and about pizza. Right. I joined the pizza competition and I was like, I'm fucking jealous. Can Tony, can we go have pizza? And then when I came in, I was like, one day, it's rare that we get to go to lunch. And I was like, you got to go to Peace Pie. But why I took him there was because you were selling that bomb fucking bread yeah. for $5 a loaf. And I started to bring the bread into the office. Right, right. And one day, Tony and I sat there and we just we ate the whole loaf no bread <laughs> no sauce no shame, we just no we shame. literally ate a whole we were just like oh my god oh my god and then our very first slice and sip oh slice and sip yeah. we've now done i think we're at 23 wow. um one a month so over wow. two, oh, almost two years wow. um was it peace pie and it actually was in march because it was there was the reuben pizza and he came back mm. later that night and got a pizza to take home i remember that yeah but now since then it's like Oh, that was the catalyst to the slice and sip, which was the catalyst to our podcast between coffee and pizza. Right. And I just, I met you through just, you know, you coming in as being a customer. Totally. And like having a few, I don't know, five or 10 minute conversations about pizza for no reason. I'm a pizza sweatshirt. I love pizza. And I'm like, this is so great. Isaac's so cool. He's got tattoos. He's got a pizza place. Sold. This is good human. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Isaac. Are you a native of Spokane? Did you were you born and raised? When did you get here? Born in Spokane, not technically raised here. I grew up in Creston, Washington, okay. which is sixty miles west. Oh, I know Creston. I've drove. You do to, actually? I'm, I'm from Omac, Washington, okay, yeah. so I drove through all the time. Yeah, small, and so small. like small most town. people don't know where it is even. And then I ask him like, "Do you know where Davenport is?" And they're like, oh, "Of course." Yeah. And then I'm like, "Okay, we'll just yeah. like keep going." And then like the place where you zone out, that's where yeah. I'm from. <laughs> you, it's literally blink and miss it. It's, it's that yeah. small. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a small town. Like when you you can drive like the back way to Wenatchee and mm-hmm. go and you go through Creston. Yeah, and it's, you slow down through the town. Correct. Barely, barely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. enough yeah. for like pushing the <laughs> gas pedal. It, uh, it, it, it's like a town of like three hundred people, if that. Wow. And I, I grew up outside of it too, so I was even farther. I didn't know people live there. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, what it like? What did you do in Creston? Like <laughs> growing nothing, up, nothing. Uh, it, like I'm, I'm a farm kid, so okay. I, was, I was born with a job. Um, <laughs> yes. My parents are farmers and ranchers, so cool. um, I spend a lot of time in the woods. You know, I was lucky to have a forest behind my house, and everywhere cool. else is just like uh, scab land. That's mm. awesome. But um, what yeah. kind of farm? Uh, dryland wheat, barley, triticale. Uh, we do hay, alfalfa, bluegrass, all that, and then they also raise about six hundred head of cattle. Oh wow! Fuck so it's, yeah. a, wow. it's a decent size operation for wheat a and farm. beef. I, those are like essentials in my life. <laughs> I always have been like, you don't understand where we live. Agriculture is so important, and there's so mm-hmm. much that not only do we produce for Spokane and the area, but like literally everywhere. Well, like living, I, I feel like people that are born and raised in Spokane sometimes forget that like within. 15 to 30 minutes you can be in like wheat country mm-hmm. you know and it like in the heart of it and those people like spokane's a big city to them oh, so yeah. it's just like that juxtaposition um being inside or outside spokane wow yeah but i moved up here when i was 18 mm. i needed out of the small town it just wasn't for you were, like, me like done 
Yeah, I I mean, I appreciate it in retrospect more than I did when I lived there. Totally. Yeah. But it, it wasn't for me. So Especially go- oh, an appreciate. Uh, sorry, just an appreciation for food. I think that's like the other thing about agriculture that people kind of like, oh, it's farming. Mm. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, that's where our bread, our pasta, our whiskey, our beer, yeah. no, <laughs> like all, all of my things. favorite yeah. things yeah. come yeah. from um, those farms. <laughs> well, when you say triticale, I, I like think of dry that. Fly. Dry fly. Yeah. Like, uh, exactly. Yeah. Did you go to Wilbur Crest in high school then? I did. I went to... <laughs> that's a wild Are they specific? Or something like that? Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> so, God! Y'all, y'all know so much. Um, y'all did research. Um, I was homeschooled until eighth grade, actually. Mm. And then oh, finally wow. convinced my parents to let me go to public school. I was like, I need friends, guys. Like, oh. And um, so I, I went uh, to eighth grade through graduation at Creston High School. The mm. year I graduated, the school is no longer a high school, and it's just a, a like K through six or whatever. Mm. Oh. And now everybody just goes to Wilbur. And I wanted to go to Wilbur the whole time because oh. all my friends were there. And my mom <laughs> wouldn't let me. But yeah. oh. oh, what was your first farm job? I'm so curious. Uh, picking rock. What? Picking rock. What is so like? I'm like I know that sounds so <laughs> silly, but like no, let's talk, in this tell like us about these it. massively expansive fields, there's just rocks that you have to dig out by hand. And so you mm. just walk along Damn. and pick anything like bigger because, than like, a baseball. Because like the combine would like fuck them up, or they would yeah, fuck up the, the rock would the fuck the up the tills, combine, or the, the cedars, the combines, like anything. Like it, you, it's just a part of it. More rocks come up every year, every time you till, and you got to pick them out. And Did so you? like that's the first job you get, and <laughs> like pulling weeds and then spraying weeds. But yeah. Damn. So picking rock is my first. Okay, when you like, graduated from job. picking rock, what did you do next? <laughs> um, I mean, like to put it in perspective, I learned how to drive when I was nine, and I yes. learned how to drive eighteen wheelers at nine. Oh, Jesus. oh wow! Yeah. Okay, real Holy shit. Oh, like small side tangent. I love. I'm sorry. I love farms. <laughs> I want to farm okay. so bad. I keep saying I'm gonna have. I'm like live downtown and live this crazy city life, and then I'm gonna go crazy have a farm, city. and I can't wait to have cows and never leave my house. But um. That's gonna happen. My the my social media manager, Lauren, I love her. I call her Quail. She grew up on a farm in Toledo. I said, mm. farm kids have the best fucking work ethic, and oh. you're so responsible yeah. because of this reason. And look at you. You started picking rocks, and now you have three businesses. Like, what? Yeah, it's, no. It's a bit, it's a bit <laughs> ridiculous. There's a correlation, people. It's there crazy. is. Like, I, I talk about it with my sister quite a lot because she works with me now and has been in the industry for a long time. Like... You can't hire for work ethic. You can't interview for work ethic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's one of those things that if you see, like, you can't, you, you can't judge a resume. You can't. You yeah. know, like, it's, it's impossible. You can ask references all you want. And she didn't have no farm shit on her resume. But when yeah. I found out, I was, and she was kind of the first person I was like, holy shit, no wonder you're 21 and you're so successful already. Yeah, but it's the truth. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, you got to do these things. Like, the cows don't feed and water themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the... Mm. The products don't just grow, you know, like you have to do it. So. And there's such a parallel between um, the work ethic, but then also the fact that you work in food and you mm. actually like make really great food. Thank like you. it's very Thank good. You. And it's like obviously look like you, you raised, you grew, you loved this thing and now you're turning <laughs> it into this other thing. It's so cool. Yeah, I love it. I know you were a farm kid. Definitely. Love you more like, now. <laughs> ties. There's definitely ties of like my philosophy and ethics and food and how I was raised even with like knowing like good ethical animal husbandry you know of like how do you how do you raise an animal like for meat mm. but like do it in a loving caring way 
that like mm-hmm. you have it has one life like you mm-hmm. know its purpose but like it can enjoy the time too it can Absolutely. be as comfortable as it needs to be yeah. yes yeah that's awesome so you get to Spokane. What? What? what, what, what <laughs> like, no, no, I, 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 no, I like this. I, but you get to Spokane. You've been a, a farm kid. Like what? You come to Spokane. What is? What was your goal to get when getting here? Besides getting out of Creston. Right. So mainly it was just getting out, and then I've I've always tried to get into restaurants. Even in high school, mm. I would apply at the burger joints and whatnot, and like Wilbur, and everyone wouldn't call me back or would tell me go work for your dad. You have a job. And, like, so mm. it was, like, it always felt a little shunning and, like, mm. it was exclusive to get into these kitchens, which is so silly. But, yeah. like, when you're a kid, like, everything is so much more, uh, oh yeah, I don't know, larger than you are. Absolutely. And so, like, when I moved to Spokane, I applied everywhere. And no one would hire me in a kitchen or even call me back. Jesus. And I even, like, I always tell people, I'm, like, I applied to Taco Bell and fucking McDonald's and no one would call me back. And I was, like, this is a me thing. Like, this is oh. me. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, uh, when I moved up here, I worked, like, grounds maintenance at an apartment complex. Um, I did some construction for a couple years. And then the whole time, I was actually blowing glass. Oh, so wow. Awesome. Awesome. I was we love that. a stoner in high school. And it was, like, <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you, like, something that actually, like, pertains to, like, my spite and anger throughout life and a driving force. <laughs> so in high school, I was kind of a, you know, shithead kid and just a pothead. And one of my teachers one day was mad at us for whatever reason. And he told me, and somebody else in the class was like, he was like, if you want to have long hair and piercings and just be a shithead, the only jobs you'll ever be able to get is blowing glass and cooking. (laughs) And I, like, spitefully did it. You're like... But I, I guess see you, it worked I hear out. You fine. Well, yeah. and it was the things I found attractive in general. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that sounds like a fucking awesome life, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> so I like started playing glass right when I moved up here. Um, I luckily was able to find a shop that would let me work for no money wow. and learn. And then I did that for four years overall and ended up like the last two years of it. I had a private studio with a, a mentor of mine. That's so cool. Yeah. Awesome. And like supported myself for a long time with it. Um, like, not well, like, struggling artist, but, sure. you know, it was a life. YOLO. Yeah, and then finally got into kitchens when I was 21, like, just before I turned 21. What was your first kitchen job? Uh, golf course, uh, Cricket Qualtron Golf Course. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, I used to yeah. eat out of that. I, mean, I used to play golf a lot, and yeah. I, you'd eat out of Qualtron, like, restaurant. And it was yeah. always, they always had, they had a, they actually had a kitchen, they get real food. Right. Um, but it was, that's, that's cool. And they, like, bought good beef and everything. Because, yeah. like, one of the ladies that worked in the uh, office, she, her husband was a rancher. And they yeah. would buy his beef. Like, that's where the beef came from. Oh, And cool. it was, like, nice to, like, walk into a kitchen, being from a farm, and then seeing, like, oh, I can know Relatable. physically where that is. Rather than just seeing a Cisco label or a U.S. Foods label. Yeah. Like, hmm. That meant something in itself. Especially here, because we have access to so much. Right. For sure. Mm. Sorry, I have pizza in my mouth. <laughs> so much fresh food. Literally, yeah. like, 20 minutes south or mm-hmm. west. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pause all this because I want to play a quick game. Because I want to get into the whole cooking thing and then get into everything else you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do we but this is play? This is... We, yeah, we can all, you can play, you, you guys actually haven't played this game either. No, I know, I'm like, I want to play too. Please play. Please play, yeah, okay. play along. Right. Um, I'm a kid, so I have to play. <laughs> so I always start this, so it's a Spokast Hot List, it's a name association game. I mean, you have to go first. Uh, okay. I'm going to say <laughs> a word, and you're going to say the first word that comes to your, your mind as it relates to Spokane. There are people, when I say this to them, they say like, 
I will say a word and they'll say like something really random. I, I really want to keep this Spokane centric. Okay. <laughs> it's called Spokast for a reason. I'm just joking. Does Coeur d'Alene count? Yes, of course. Okay, of course. Okay, of course. Okay. It's Spokane. It's Have we just adopted Coeur d'Alene? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, do we. Slowly can we make it Coeur d'Alene, Washington, though? No. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, uh, more on that later. Anyhow, yeah, the game. Uh, park. Riverfront. Bowling pitcher. Man, it's home. Oh! Coffee. Immediately, it's in Daba. Oh, man. I've been fucking with some serious wake-up call lately, which is not... I was... I mean, like... Uh, yeah, I've been going there a lot lately. Where? I drive. This is so ridiculous. We drive all of us at the office. We drive up to the one on Northwest Boulevard. Oh, wow. I know. There's, I don't know okay. why no, or... There's closer ones. I know. Like, we, we have a tab at First <laughs> Avenue Coffee, but lately we've been... Even going to wake up call. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. What's your order? I like a quad vanilla anywhere I go. I'm a quad girly. Ice quad hot? iced. Always okay. iced. iced. Latte. Uh, regular milk. Yeah. Latte. First half. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. You live right there. Oh, That's should be my answer. <laughs> when Aaron or Deb hears us, they're going to be like, fuck you, Andrea. <laughs> I got you guys. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for keeping the neighborhood alive. Thanks. Music venue. The hop. Mm. That's, Man, the hop isn't the hop. around, is it? Wait, no, it's not. Yeah, I have a special place in your heart. Yeah. I need the hop. Okay. Um, you know, I was just talking the other night about how much I love um, punk rock shows at Mootsies. So yeah, I'm gonna say Mootsies. Yeah. What? Nothing. It's a word. It's a one word. Mootsies. <laughs> Mootsies. <laughs> Mootsies. Listen, oh. Nathan. Uh, well, not lucky you, well, but the place they used to own. The Bartlett. Yeah, I don't miss that place. <laughs> yeah. I knew it started with a B. I couldn't remember it. I, 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 I love uh, that place. It was that half bottle of wine we drank before we came. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sharp. Uh, beer. <laughs> I don't want to say the first word. Mm. It's no lie, but it's, no. it's my least favorite. Um, but that's like, I feel like it's like immediately one's like Spokane, like what do you associate with mm -hmm. it? Do you know what it's it is? Like that it's that trigger their, reaction. It's their marketing. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. They're yeah. everywhere. They're everywhere. Um, Whistle Punk, obviously my yeah. third home. Yep. I'm there every day. That's the best one. Literally every day. Best beer. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, For real though, when we go into Whistle Punk, Chris knows specifically that Nate wants a dry cider. He doesn't even take his order or yeah. ask or be like, "Hey, we might have like a sour on that you'll like." Or it's just like, "Here you go." <laughs> it's pretty great. Just not a beer girl. It's okay. We still love you. Um, artist, thanks. Artist like Godfady. God Anyone? Ooh. Fuck yeah. Who? Godfidi. Oh, God, yeah. Daniel yeah, Lopez yeah. is the best. Uh, he is wildly talented. Yeah, too it's good. It's crazy. That's two in a row. That's the, last, the, la the last person on the pod said uh, Daniel Lopez, too. Um, lately, the first thing that like literally popped to my mind is Carly Fairbanks, because she's been mm. painting, and then she has a friend that does neon, mm. and they've been painting and doing neon art, like That's neon amazing. signs, and her like flowy art, they just did a cowboy hat, and then they like neoned it, and I was like, That's so fucking cool. That's so, so cool. I unfortunately don't know the other artist that's doing the neon, it's but not... she's been painting it, and I see it through Carly's Instagram, and I'm like, That's dope. It's not Chris, is it? Someone it's a different. lady. It's a lady. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, sh shout out. Sorry. <laughs> no. But Carly, they're like that paint style with the neon. I'm like, that's so fucking that's, cool. That's really cool. Really I cool. have to check that yeah. out. Why well, not to say a rose throw, Darian? Oh, I just think he's so nice. He's, he's 
He's I, such a I sexy, wonderful he's human. A, most amazing. He's amazing. I mm-hmm. he's I just interviewed him a couple weeks I ago, and he was the most. I, he's an he's an amazing human being. He's mm-hmm. a very bright soul. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, burger, delish. Mm. Like it. Wow. <laughs> Durkins. No, it's great. That's oh, that's Durkins, such a good um, just was there this week, and um, I know. I'm sorry, Nate. I just have to say, no. We had the burger. Rihanna and I went. We had one burger with the bacon and egg, and one without. It just fucking. It's the best burger. I'm sorry. It's the mm. best burger in Spokane. It Fight really me is. On it. I would say the same thing, but I'll say. Um, Red Robin. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, God. Jesus. No, no, I would never. I would never. What is this, Ellender? <laughs> no. Um, oh, I'm, I'm uh, like living for that comment. What's the place next to Whistlepunk? I can't remember. Heritage. Oh, my God. Heritage. Burst yeah. Nash Burger is so good. Yeah. So good. Oh, and they're, mm. they're, um, uh, breakfast burger, like the hash brown mm. burger. Oh, oh man. God damn. Uh, I just love food. I'm sorry. This is going to take I really long. American cheese, but like the grilled cheeseburger no. at Heritage is like oh, a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. No, American cheese has a place. We can talk about Lacey's. We can talk about American where American cheese, cheese belongs. It belongs. Cheese yeah. steaks and burgers. No. <laughs> White American. Oh. Um, shopping. Blows my skirt up. Sorry. Value Village. Yeah, that's where my yeah. wardrobe comes from. Uh, I've been <laughs> fucking killing it at Global Neighborhood Thrift. Oh, oh yeah. I went, I went yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That's it was a, great. It's really cool. I, three tops. Perfect. Me? Yeah. Mm, from here? I love it. Yeah, it's love. great. Uh, breakfast slash brunch. Brunchinette is the go-to yeah. for sure, but like Chowderhead is the... Is oh. the new one that's just sliding in and killing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then special occasion, it's like IPK. Mm. It's I do the right. whole menu, the whole ass menu, whole like ass menu yeah. at least once a year. Yeah. I didn't know they did brunch. I made an IPK Sundays. brunch reservation, and I never, like, we never sleep in this bad, but it was for 11.30, and we woke up at, like, 11.15, and I had to call, and I was like, I'm so sorry. We slept Girl. through. There's no way we're gonna make it. We went to Olive Garden instead. Oh, gross! That was no. That's a bad actually, day. No, hold on. Uh, my I boyfriend mean, loves Olive Garden. Tim, Tim loves Olive Garden. And listen, I love their breadsticks. And I hadn't been. And I was like, oh, we're gonna go to the Valley, and we're gonna go to Olive Garden after we were supposed to go to IPK. Like, <laughs> okay, I actually crushed. I mean, IPK would have been better. So I still haven't done brunch there. But IPK is like absolutely one of my favorite places to eat. Yeah, I'm not saying Olive Garden is good. But it has a it time has place. a moment. Yeah. We like sat in the bar. American cheese. White American cheese. Like, <laughs> Olive <yesterday>, Garden. <laughs> like, there's all these like uh, tournaments in town. Yes. And there's like all these massive tops coming in uh, to restaurants. And so like we had two, we had a 40 top one night and a 50 top the next. And oh like God. I went over to Saranac uh, for a second, and like they had a bunch of call-in thirty tops, and I was like, "Where's Olive Garden when you need it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's when you yeah, need Olive Garden." Right, so okay. these out-of-town yeah. people like send them there. Like we don't want to deal with they it. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, we should be proud that our downtown doesn't. We're our chain restaurants. I think Chili's is the only one in Red Robin Chili's that's is served. outlasting. I'm surprised by that. And also, yeah, I love PF Chili's. PF Chili's is I there. There's as well. other places too. Yeah. But I'm judging your Red, food opinions. That's okay. Red Robin. 
Robin's there. I love high and I love low and I, I just love food. I love high. <laughs> I love, same, baby. I don't care we if love it's each other. from Chili's or wherever. If it's good, it's good. Yeah, it's you fine, know yeah. what? Yes. Don't knock it. I, I go high, I high and low, bro. At least I'm honest. Yeah. Same. You know what? <laughs> I, I was just gonna say we crushed Olive Garden. I just don't go good. to Olive Garden that much. I mean, I used to go there when I was a kid when I'd get, like carb load for like cross country. Uh, um, I'm not saying these are regular spots either. I'm saying uh, this is once in a blue moon. Let me throw the disclaimer in there. Yeah, yeah. I tour like of Italy. <laughs> What's that? The tour of Italy crushed. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Italia. Oh wait, I didn't wait you? I, I didn't oh, you did. Oh, just, Nathan just comes right in. Italia. I've been going to Hidden Bagel. A lot. They're perfect. They are so, and it's on, uh, on twenty the OG at on twenty fifth. I think. Okay, it but is. also the candle one is so nice. Let I me, live in Garland, so like oh, it's on Garland. my way to mm. my restaurant. I'm out of it. What? I know. Oh. You're sleeping. The I lots am. of moxie open faced sandwich. They do thinly sliced cucumbers, sprouts, mm. tomatoes, capers, mm. onions, locks, and you can pick your schmear. They have a lemon dill. Mm. Yeah. And a salt bagel. Oh, gosh. Sorry, that's my order. We guys all got this wrong. It's Elliot's, so. Oh, <laughs> we did well, Elliot's. Oh, Elliot's is so good. I don't know if I've so been good. there too much for brunch. Oh, really? That's all. Like, their, like, their brunch is, I will, I mean, no offense to Ray and Tony, but I would say, like, their brunch is so much better than their dinner. No. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, think that's I fair. disagree. You disagree, really? I recently huh. went, and I went there, like, two <laughs> weeks ago. Sorry, I took a bite of pizza. And I had a scotch egg, the chorizo scotch egg, fucking crushed. But you can perfectly get it at breakfast. still running. You can. Mm-hmm. The pork belly bowl, which mm. Dutch from mm. Whistle Punk was like, bitch, I get that every time. Yeah. Get it with extra rice. And I was like, mm. I didn't. It fucking crushes. I should have. I said extra rice, extra pork next time. Um, because the pork belly was so good. Yeah, it's so then crispy. We, it's so with the beets and that yeah. sauce and their rice, it crushed. <laughs> Honestly, haven't been able to stop thinking about it since then. Like, I will go get the pork belly bowl next time I go to Elliot's. Everyone needs to have it. You it sound was like so a frat, good. bro. It crushes. Crushes. Crush. <laughs> your name Chad? And then, and then, and then it's the tits. It's either the tits or crushed or slapped. So um, I am an inner bro. Um, event. It's crushed. Event? Event. What, annual or monthly or whatever. Bi-weekly? Whatever event you think is what you think about when you think of Spokane. I mean, I think of three of them though, top of my head. I don't go out like that. Like, you know, I like stay away from pig out in the park. Mm-hmm. Okay. I it like the, oh, like the play yeah. gets awful to mm-hmm. me. Um, I don't know. That's, I don't I don't do it like that. And most of the time I'm working, so that's it's true, like yeah. oh, it's, it's gonna be a slow day. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I also stay away from pig out, except we go we go with the office once for lunch, and that's kind of fun. Yeah. Last year it was like 115 degrees. And it was miserable. We were sweating so much so and we walked year. down there and we were just like a slippery pack of seals <laughs> eating our fried food it was so gross you're sweating and just we're just like grease, there's so. like a video we did a real we're all just like glistening and it was miserable. <laughs> it was actually pretty miserable <laughs> um uh, i like bizarre Oh, bizarre, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Oh, you could yeah. say bizarre. I don't like bizarre. <laughs> it's cold. inside and it's kind of a cluster. Oh God, it's all, There's so it, many it, fucking it is people. A, it is a cluster fuck. The outside yeah. one. Sorry, yeah. Ginger and Jackie, I know you work your asses off on that, but yeah. OG bizarre all day. It, but they technically are the same event because if you apply for bizarre, you yeah. are in bizarre. So. You know, I mean, I love Bloomsday, not because I run it, but because I like to get drunk and watch it. Yeah. I think it's very entertaining. Same. Yeah. So. I'll be a dry fly. Yeah. Uh, next question. <laughs> Tacos. 
Gerardo's. Fuck yes, you were right. Everybody sir. sleeps on it or hates on it, mm-hmm. but never have. Their tacos are the best thing on their menu. I agree. Really? Also, if you ever order their like burrito, like you get a carne asada burrito, it's just carne asada. There's mm. nothing else. It is a tube of meat. Oh wow! And like it shocked me the first time. A tube of meat. <laughs> and it really hurts, but like it's. Oh mm-hmm. man, that sounds amazing. I, I only get the t- I get the carne asada tacos there. I can see like carnitas. Carnitas. carnitas is better. Oh, I haven't had way better. But they're so good. I'm sorry, carnitas. I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm weird with tacos though too because like I understand why why you use tor- two tortillas. I get it. Why? It's like it gets soggy. You don't want it to break apart. You don't mm. want it to fall apart. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. It's too much fucking tortilla. Yeah. Like it. It's too much tortilla. And then. I kind of go a step further, and I just get, like, a lot of times I'm feeling it, I just get a side of rice, mm-hmm. and then a couple tacos, and I'm just like, nope, fillings on rice. Yes. Oh, wow. Mm. I actually, I eat the filling out sometimes and don't eat the shells, because yeah. it is too much tortilla, especially it's with the, the corn mini ones. Mm. They kind of break, but, man, that's This is, like, steak. the second time Gerardo's been mentioned in the last, like, three episodes, and I need to go ha- try I've never I'm been I'm in there. before the Garland Hill. <laughs> See, like, the thing about it that's good, too, is they're open late. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, 11 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, yeah. that's not late. No, I'm joking. We don't have late night food here. sucks. We need it so bad, but, like, people have tried and failed. And, like, it's so hard. Like, who is going to have the budget to outlast? Nito. Six months or mm. you know a year, but That's like we it. need literally. More I know we need we more. Need more like yeah. Domino's unfortunately yeah. wins. Now I call my Lyft and I call the Domino's at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I not that I'm like a professional drinker, but oh, I'm like okay. I'm like are okay, we're out. No, I know. I'm just like this is like, bad. Please? I was like people are gonna think this. Be like this bitch is a lush, but I will be at Whistle Plunk <laughs> and I'm like oh, okay, let's get the Domino's and the Lyft home. Uh, LK tacos, chorizo, all day, oh, every day. They crush. So They're good. the best. I don't even fuck with anything else. Chorizo tacos. Yeah. Well, I like Uno Moss tacos. They're you super know. good. Because they, there's, it's all meat. Yeah. And then pickled onions. Meat yeah. daddy. And I love pickled onions. Me too. I, I just fucking love pickled onions. I want a pickled onion taco. And they're fat. They're fat tacos. Huge ass tacos. I like this. I like my tacos thick. The first time I ordered, I ordered two tacos and two sides. I was like, this is really expensive. And then I got them and I was like, oh. They're like this. They're like, you can't see it, but it's like this big. It's a lot of meat. It's good. Uh, Uh, I'm just going to keep on the food train. Pizza. (laughs) Pizza, it's my go-to is flying goat. Mm. Okay. Which, which, Which one? There's, which, only which, there's only one. No, which no, which pizza, pizza. on the menu? Uh, it's the Fairview. Oh mm. my god! Okay, it's it's it's. Perfect. I love it. What's it's the Fairview? It's a um, gorgonzola cream sauce. Mm. Their um, back bacon, sliced pears, oh, and white balsamic. That good. It's so perfect. good. It's it's what I miss most about living. I used to live in Audubon, and we yeah. used to go to Flying Goat all the time. Do- devil toenail wings. Their pickled eggs, yeah. the deviled toenail thing. Yeah. I had a pickled egg there for the first time. I've never had a pickled egg. Ever? So I tried one there. Farm kid, you'd never had a pickled egg? No, we were wow. a pickled egg family. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I love pickled eggs. I love everything pickled. It was interesting. <laughs> it's kind of firm. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the texture much. The texture is unique. Uh, I'm not like a, okay, I'm, I'm not like a eat a hard-boiled egg in the morning, like with your little egg cup fucking person. Like, I'm not no, that. No, no. I'm not I mean, royalty. I love eggs. But <laughs> so you didn't. You won't be having the pickled egg again. I would eat it again. Oh, it just, just wasn't like 
It's not my go-to order. Man, I sometimes even drink the brine. It's I mean, the brine so is good. good. Like, yeah. That's what's good it's about pickles, so right? Like, yeah. You just want yeah. that vinegar. Yeah. I have a serve in that little like baby mason jar. Yeah, it was adorable. <laughs> um, you know, I have, this is like a list of my thing is like pizza. Yeah. Uh, New York style, obviously piece pie. Thin, fancy, uh, Versalia. Mm-hmm. Lately, Domino's pan style. Extra cheese, mushrooms. Seriously, y'all, it'll change your fucking life. God. I just, I love Versalia's pepperoni pizza. It's just so big good. cheese. Oh, it's so good. So greasy. And fold it. Yeah. It's big slice of the pepperoni. It's not, it's just like a, it's not pizza though, which is fine. I don't think it is pizza. I was telling Tim about this. It's then pizza, what is but it? it's not. What it's you... like a thin flatbread. It's like a cracker. Oh, so it's I'm really with like, you because I don't, I don't really fuck with their crust. They're, it's not yeah. like this is like, I, this is a 1000% classic a New York style thin crust, foldable, especially the large slices pizza. Yeah. To me, as someone who also lived in New York and ate a fuck ton of pizza over there, but the the Versalia, I like it, but it's more like a thin flatbread with a fan. I was like, it's thin flatbread cracker kind of mm. pizza with fancy toppings. I don't eat there a lot, but I went to the PI the other day, and mm. it's like what I needed. Yeah. And like, it's just it's it's a cracker. Mm-hmm. It's not a pizza dough. It's a mm-hmm. cracker, mm-hmm. but it works. And, and like it has really, a, really well for what they want. Like, and it, yeah. like it's, I don't know. It felt very traditional for that spot, you know, like heritage to how old that business is. It is. Um, and it's not my go-to style, but it was awesome. Do you know what I just, a PI came up last night in conversation, their roasted chicken, which I haven't had. And I guess they've been serving them. Bro- I mean, maybe I had it like a decade ago, but the roasted chicken there, supposedly someone said these are fighting words that it was better than Maxwell house roasted mm. chicken, which I've been going there a lot I've lately. I've only had Maxwell's and I <sighs> fuck with it too hard. Yeah. It's so That's like, a, that is like fighting words with like in the roasted chicken community. And I mean, there's only, I mean, I guess there's probably other places you might be able to there's get it. There's probably some chicken community. Yes. <laughs> no, it's just, it's not a joke. It's funny. I mean, Maxwell House like is is like it's it's what it's known for. Whistle Park Chris took me there for the first time recently. Uh, It was late. I was definitely a lot of drinks in. And I had so much roasted chicken crumbs in my titties, and I got ranch everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! And I look at top on that now. It's like this joke that <laughs> when like roasted, like there's gonna be chicken in my boobs. Um, but their roasted chicken, it was sexual. It was it, amazing. It's an, it's an experience. We like, crushed like three orders. There's and you're four talking of us. Maxwell. Maxwell. Okay. Maxwell so House. Maxwell sure. House. We're on yes. the same team here. Pi. I'm a media girl. I'm a radio yeah. kid. So I used to go to the PI because that was like the radio bar. But I haven't. It's been a long time. And their pizza, though, it's it's different. They, it's it's different. been a minute. Yeah. They've changed. Like, I don't know. If, I think PI changed ownership or something mm. happened. And they their food has just got so much better, um, in my opinion. But Brosset, like when the new ownership group bought Maxwell House, they had to buy. They bought it. Be, they got the recipe from the original owners and they were like had to sign an NDA I think to like not tell anybody else about it it's yeah. so like, good it's I, I might have made that up but it's no, a, it's I've a heard deal. the same thing from Alex oh really yeah, yeah. it's a, it's so good I need it's to such now a fun I dive. eat it now um, I, last question about this and I, I want to ask this because we have a, a chef on if you're going out on a for dinner where are you going to go out to dinner at and you can say you can name a couple places, but I mean, like it's hard. Uh, <laughs> that is a hard question. It is. Uh, it just depends on like where I'm at, where we're going. A date night, date night, like 
You're gonna date night. impress a girl. You're gonna take her out in person. It's okay. Impress, yeah, a, impress I, somebody, and that doesn't have to be a girl. Um, Durkins is always a go-to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it's it's just classy enough, but it's also very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, like up in my neighborhood in Garland. Uh, I go to Cascadia a decent mm. amount because it's like mm. easy weeknight. I know I want to spend money on food and I want to sit down meal with whiskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends. But then like also it's like trying to like go to new spots always yeah. and trying to like make sure that you have tried everything in the city. Um, That's tough. <laughs> like, right. But like I can, t- I can tell you a laundry list of people no, I, I really mess with and like, you know, like what they're doing. Like, I don't make it out to Cochinito enough, but I love their products. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't make it to Gander enough, but I love what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. Just in like how they're doing it. They're taking so much time and care. Yeah. Like Elliot's, I, like I said, I think I go there too much for brunch. Yeah. Because it's like every Sunday that I have like an option for like, okay, do I have 45 minutes to an hour where I can go get food before I'm working somewhere? Mm. Like it's Elliot's and yeah. I always get the burrito. If I'm feeling spicy mm. or extra hungover, it's it's the biscuits and gravy. Yeah, those biscuits oh. and gravy. You always get the scotch so egg. Um, and it, like, it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, there's too many options. There's too many options. Yeah, it is true. I, I actually struggle with that so much too. Tim and I have date night every Friday night. Yeah. It's like always like an agreed on thing that I teach spin at four. I go home, I shower, get extra cute. And then we eat and then I go home and go to bed. <laughs> we go to bed. Because right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. Um, but... Lately, we've had great date nights. Um, we went to Vukare. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say Vukare? I feel like I, I never say so. it right. I think so, yeah. That's how I hear right. people saying it. Yeah. Man, we went out. We had like so oysters, barbecue shrimp. Mm. We had the cornbread, the the catfish. Like it, We went out. It was great. We had a $45 shot of whiskey from an orphan barrel. Jeez. That was the best, some of the best whiskey I've ever yeah. had. Um, so Vukare, I love. But honestly, like there's so many restaurants in Spokane. Yeah. We go out every Friday, and we're never disappointed. Kismet, Crushed, we Kismet, went up there. Amazing, yeah. Yeah. That's, like, one of the best restaurants in Spokane. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I tell people, like, bad seat environment is 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yes. The library, the candles, the naked lady painting. Like, mm. it's great. The floors, it creaks, it's dark, it's intimate. Food's great. But then you go to Kismet, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this yeah. food is fucking delicious. Dan and you're Godal's not getting it anywhere else. It yeah, they're yeah. on it. And I'm like, I know it's just up, it's like up the street, half of a block. And the environment's so different because you can mm. like see the kitchen, like just sit at the bar and they fucking hustle. Yeah. Like Kismet's magic. Kismet's like, that's one of the best meals Their we've had. Cuban is slutty. I haven't even, I haven't even had that. I love Cubans. Yes. It's, it's bad. It's I like need, extra napkins. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we also went to Hogwash. Oh. The few, and we had the dry chicken oh, wings. Hogwash. Holy so shit. I, know, I, I haven't had a dry wing. So I haven't bad. made it since Joe's been the chef there. Mm-hmm. But when CJ was the chef there, the best chicken wing in town was the Memphis dry rub yeah. with his barbecue sauce. Because it was like a dry, like you said, dry chicken wing. So good. But like the spice rub was phenomenal. Mm. And then the barbecue sauce was like 50% just brisket drippings. Oh. Mm. It was beyond. That yes. sounds sexual. I love that. That does sound sexual. <laughs> sounds great. Nate? Well, there's so many places, right? This is a hard question, like, but you I need never, to like narrow I wanted it down. To, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask this because I know it's a hard question, and we're all getting different answers. We and, all go out. And it's a good... I've uh, never been to Kismet, but I've what? recommended it to so many people because of you. And <laughs> everyone always comes back and says, it's so good. It's like, so I need to go. good. But like, if I have a choice to go out somewhere, I just want to go somewhere where 
I'm gonna enjoy myself mm. and I'm gonna have a good time. I don't want to go somewhere where I might be disappointed. Olive Garden, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like to go to Italia. Oh, I Italia. just love the people. I love the owners. They're yeah. the sweetest. They always remember me. Like, I just really enjoy them. Yeah. And the food is always good. And so good. the atmosphere is wonderful. So I just can't help but go there. Yeah. Italia's great. That's why I love going to Elliot's is because you always, when you go some place and you, they know you and you feel welcome and you feel like yeah. family when you go there, like that's why I get, but we used to go to Elliot's every meal and I was just like, we need to go other places. I got to <laughs> tell you about a place that like, I don't think enough people are talking about in Spokane is Chef Ian Wingate's new place, Outsider. Mm. It is. It's right okay. over here. Talk it, to me about this because this is on my eat list. I'm someone who dines out so much. I have a running list of places that we need to go. We haven't gone. Yeah. And or we need to go for a meal. Like maybe we went to Italia for brunch. We haven't gone for dinner. Yeah. Tim and I, my little, my so sexy we, diner. Me and Abby went there for our 21st anniversary last night. We actually, on our very first date, that place used to be the Ram. And that was, was the Ram? That was the Ram. I had heard on, about the Ram. I on didn't the know second it was... floor. And like you could play pool up there underage until like nine o'clock. And so me and Abby mm. went and played pool there together on our first date. And we're like, we got to go and have dinner here. And I went there a couple of months ago for a podcast and had his food. And it's, he has a meatloaf that's fucking delicious. He has a um, rotisserie, he does a rotisserie chicken. And but he also does a rotisserie uh, cauliflower. He mm-hmm. has a ton of other like really good salads. We love chicken really, in this family. Um, like uh, some gorgon, not gorgon's. Uh, this all uh, it's everything on the menu is delicious. And he also does pizzas too. That's um, what I saw. I like. I've looked at the menu. We looked at it during Restaurant Week, and Tim was really excited to do Restaurant Week this mm-hmm. year. And I tried to explain to him that. It's kind of amateur week, and that our industry <laughs> friends. Yeah. I was like, babe, we go out three times a week. Like. <laughs> This is, but like, I get it. It's part of the hype. And we went to Kismet and we yeah. did the whole fucking thing. We did all three yeah, of everything. Nice. And awesome. it was amazing. But I was like, oh, should we go there? And I'm like, no, 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 let's go and we can like experience the Yeah, menu. you should go there. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really cool place. And it was busy last night, which was nice. And good. Uh, and it's, there's just so many, like we mentioned, there's so many good places to go in Spokane. It's really cool. And, but now, but we need to get back into more food and we need to talk about. Let's, let's talk, can we start take, with Peace Pie? Yeah, that's where we're starting. Can we well, we're take gonna, a quick break? We can take a quick break, yeah. I want a beverage. Yeah, let's have a beverage. Oh, that wine is Yeah, that's to great. Float off. Thanks. Three, two, one. And, and we're no, back. Do we do that? I don't know. We are now. <laughs> okay. I don't think we ever did that. No, okay, we, it, was always the, well, it was always just you. Oh, it was me? Yeah, and we're back. Brennan, that was so many tequila shots ago. I know. <sighs> <laughs> We now get, we get, we get, we have no from non Now it's shots, tequila yeah. shots and, and dabs. Go <laughs> that this fucking brain doesn't remember dabs? anything. Dabs. Oh, dabs. Um, Hitting that ice <laughs> and that boss. <laughs> Timothy. So we just played a really long game of podcast hot list. Thank you for go. I think that was, we got a lot of good information it there. It, that was the old style of how we used to play that game anyways. Like really anyone you know, coming to Spokane just needs to listen to the, these parts. Cause yeah. we can, I can tell you about every fucking restaurant in this town. Yeah. Starting in the industry. So you were working at the first place you worked at was uh, remind me again, Uh cricket culture and golf. Yeah, course, yeah, that's right. Where was like the first like restaurant, like after that, that you worked in. So while I was working at Cricket Qualchin, um, obviously it's like a seasonal gig. So going into the fall, it was like, where do I go from here? Yeah. And so the kitchen manager at the time used to work at um, Ferrante's 
up mm. on the South Hill. Yeah. Fronte's crushes. They're Let's pretty talk good. about yeah. that gnocchi and the gelato. Not yeah. the pizza, but the gnocchi. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was a weird spot because like he got me a job. I got hired as a line cook. They just made me a dishwasher. And uh, I felt a little jaded. Mm. I was young. Mm. I was hungry. I wanted to cook. Yeah. And so I was working at both Qualchin and Ferrante's. And so it was work a whole shift at Qualchin, go wash dish all night at Ferrante's. And with that promise of you're going to line cook, you're going to line cook, yada, yada. And then from there, I was like, well, I have obviously so much free time. And so I got a third job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, at Biscuit Wizard that Jeremy uh, Hansen out. And okay. so I got into it from my sister's ex-husband that will spare any mention of him from here on out okay. yep. um, for everyone's sake. Yeah. Uh, so I started working three jobs and it was chaos. Wow. And, but again, like from an early age, it was just work, 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 work. Yeah. And so I, Qualchin End ended, I was working at Ferrante's and Biscuit Wizard and then decided I didn't want to wash dish all the time. So I was like, Okay, let me you know actually get more hours here. Mm. Um, I was at Biscuit Wizard for probably less than six months before I started managing the kitchen. Mm. Wasn't even in the industry for a year yet, but it was like it just made sense. It was like this is doable. Um, we order food. We understand what it costs. We understand what we're selling it for. We can manage people. Like this makes sense. Yeah. And I, my time with Jeremy was um, it had its ups and downs. I wish I would have gotten a little bit more guidance, which was promised, and it was a lot more uh, just by the seat of my pants. Yeah. You know, you have this title, so make it work, and now everything's your fault, which was unfortunate. That's hard. Yeah, that's hard. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in his company for just about two years, and while I was working at Biscuit Wizard, it was also implied that you then work everywhere else, uh, especially once okay. you're in a managerial role. And so I would work Biscuit Wizard, and then I would go work Sante for free, and then uh, go prep at Sante, and back and forth, and back oh and forth. Did I hear and you so, just say for free? For free. You know, it's one of those things. So it's like, we, yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of off-the-clock hours uh, in that company. Mm. Um, so be it. Is, so be yeah. it. But yeah. I, again, it was, that. that's kind of the... Part of, it's like part of the industry, too, you know? I feel like there is that, yeah. that like, if you can, um, what's it called when you shadow a chef? Like, like apprentice or what? There's, I feel like there was another word. You're talking about staging. Yes. Well, staging is just a work interview. Okay. Which we had to do. Which I, I had never been familiar with staging, but that's a come in for anywhere from a few hours to a few days, totally for free. For free, you work. For I free. get your free labor to show me if you're good enough to work for me. Yeah. Oh my god. Which has been an Isn't interesting concept, and I haven't seen it a lot anymore. But that's kind of like an old, older tradition, um, and it comes like from the French word for for to showcase, you know, to perform. Okay. Um, and like, yeah, Jeremy's company was very, you know, rooted in, uh, you know, French cooking, and it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about fine dining, mm. and gave me an entry point to something that was higher class than what I was doing on a day to day at Biscuit Wizard, since it was so casual. Mm. But his kind of viewpoints on doing everything from scratch and ethically. It resonated. That's how I've been raised. And so, like, Mm. my roots in cooking is my mom taught me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she cooked everything from scratch. And we weren't really allowed to eat out much. We just didn't. It was like, we're going to Spokane. And we're like, can we go to Dick's? Can we go to Zips? Like, please. (laughs) And she's like, no, you got a ham sandwich on whole wheat with no sauce. Let's do this. No. (laughs) A dry sandwich? Oh, good. So, like, 
I, but like it taught me a lot about like you know how everything's made. It's mm. not, you you know you're not just one type of a cook. You know how to bake. You know how to work with meats. You know how to do everything. Mm-hmm. And so like it, it it helped a lot. I, I'm the youngest kid out of the family, and so I spent mm-hmm. a lot of time with my mom cooking, and it was my happy place. Like uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of memories of canning peaches and pears and plums how, in the kitchen. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like awesome. standing on a little stool. And so, like, being in Jeremy's company, it, it aligned with that. Why not do everything the hard way rather than buying it pre-boxed or pre-made? Mm. And with Peace Pie, that's kind of, like, my philosophy going in. And so, like, people always ask, like, where's your start in pizza? My mom made pizza from scratch. Like, if we wanted pizza night, she was making the dough, she was making wow. the sauce, and we got, you know, we got giant bags of uh, cheese from Costco because we lived off, you know, lived off Costco. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially so, like, with a family and out in the country. Yeah. Got to. That was, that was one of the major stops. Um, but, like, I started messing with her recipe as a kid. You know, I was like, I don't like how fluffy it is. It was too thick. Mm. You know, so, like, how do I work with the dough to make it thinner? Is it just less dough? Do we change the recipe? And I would start messing with it. And then in high school, it was, like, I was always the one that was like, okay, we're going to have a weekend where we play video games and we smoke so much pot, and then I'm going to make pizza the whole time. I would be like, fuck yes. (laughs) Everybody loved it. Not even as in high school, as an adult, yes. Right? (laughs) And then, like, before I got in kitchens, the same thing. Like, I, uh, you know, in the house I I still live in, I had a bunch of roommates, and we partied, like, five nights out of the week there. (laughs) And so it was just, like, debaucherous times. But then at, like, 1 in the morning, I'm sitting there making fresh pizza dough so I can feed everybody. And just because Aww. I'm drunk lucky. and hungry. Lucky. And, wow. And so, like, they yeah, that was awesome. Those that was lucky, the dynamic. lucky humans. Um, when I started Peace Pie, though, I threw all those recipes away. Oh, really? Yeah. So you were at Biscuit Wizard with – so it was – did you start Did you start Peace Pie by yourself or – yeah. It's I own it with Black Label Brewing Company. Okay, but yeah. it's 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 my brainchild. I've done gotcha everything. Wait, why did you throw the recipes? I'll, I'll get that. I should probably yeah, bridge oh, okay. the gap. I left Jeremy's company in uh, the end of January of uh, twenty nineteen. Was that like was that when he was leaving Spokane? A few months before. Okay, call it four months before something yeah. like that, and three or four. And so I left on my own accord. Yeah, for reasons. Yeah. And then I got a line cooking job at the backyard, and oh, I yeah. was like, okay. it was a breeze. It was <laughs> awesome. I got to go to work. I got 40 hours. I got two days off in a row. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is the life. <laughs> and, uh, like, it took a couple months to feel, like, settled and, like, feel like I had what it took to, like, and I was, like, second in command in the kitchen. Like, I can, I can do all the ordering. I can run shifts. Like, this is, this is what I can do, you know, and, like, help that chef out. Mm. And, uh... Like, the day that I felt settled, I was like, this is a breeze. This is amazing. And it was my day off. I was at lunch. I was at the boiler room, actually. And, like, eating pizza. And I, like, get a phone call. And one of the Black Label guys, like, calls me. and is like, hey, do you want to start a restaurant? <laughs> and I'm wow, like, wow. Fuck. And so I was like, I don't know, man. And I, like, told him I don't know. And I thought about it for, like, two days. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. So it's, like, ruined my entire life. So, Yeah. How I mean, what, how did that come about? They just called you and said, they, hey. They saw me working in the building because, yeah. you know, Black Label's they're been there the, the same, whole time. They're in the commons. Yeah, and so they saw my work ethic. They saw mm-hmm. that I was willing to put out for a business and totally work my ass off for it. And they Snatched liked me as a right person. Up. Yeah. So it was, they brought me on board to design and 
start an entire restaurant. Wow. Yeah. Were you excited about that? I mean, very excited. Yeah. It was weird because I didn't feel like I had a lot of imposter syndrome. Mm, sure. I'm young. I was what 22, 23 when I started it, and so like I was too young. I was not in the industry long enough. Just a I felt little like, baby. I felt like, <laughs> not, but like, I mean, like 22. Yeah. Holy shit. I think it was, yeah, Sorry. it was either 22 or 23, whatever. Damn. Somewhere around there. Right. But, like, I also had a lot of really close, like, chef buddies that, like, helped me feel solidified in it and, mm. you know, like, help me along the way, point me in the right direction if they didn't have the right answer or be able to, like, work out mental problems or recipes or whatever and encourage me. And so, like, that helped a ton. And, like, like I said, I threw away all my recipes because the pizza I was making currently in my home life, which I still... It has a place in this world. <laughs> do it's, you still do you still not, take it? Up? Not much, but I've done it a few times in the last few years. But like, it's incredibly thin crust. Mm. It's got a nice outside, but it's incredibly thin. And I seasoned my dough, which oh. I believe is not a bad thing. There mm. is opinions with pizza that you should never season your dough. Huh? But like, I'm talking. There was herbs. There was chili mm. flakes in that shit. Yum. And if you let it ferment long enough, like chili flakes that start off at like you know a sixteenth of an inch. Yeah those things spread to like a quarter inch when you like manipulate the dough because it's like softened and like become homogenous with the dough wow. and it just spreads this flavor. Same thing with like rosemary and like hard, spi- hard like dried herbs like that. My mouth is watering. And so like I knew it wasn't the type of pizza I wanted to do with peace pie. Mm-hmm. I wanted New York style because I went to New York when I was uh, like 14 and I fell in love with it. Like, it's just, it was everything that I was trying to do when I was fucking with other people's recipes. I wanted that thin crust. I wanted that light toppings. I wanted the cheese to, like, act the way it does. Right. Like, on our big pies, our, our cheese separates. It's and it's okay great. to me. Some people look at it and they're like, it's fucking greasy. I'm like, yeah, just dab it off. Like, no, we like come the on, grease. What are we doing? I like, want grease, that yeah. drip down mm-hmm. my hand. <laughs> I expect that drip. Right. And that's like, that's, that's why you what fucking fold hunch. your pizza. That's what the hunch that's is. That's why you fold your the pizza. <laughs> you let it drip out. Yeah. But if you don't, if you, if you haven't fucked with East Coast pizza, you, you don't fucking know. You fold it and you get the drip. Right. That's what it's about. And it's so, great. like, I didn't know really where to start other than I'm just going to research every single day of my life until I can start this restaurant. And it was a ton of late nights just like pouring over recipes and any little video I could find of a New York pizzeria and somebody actually talking about their dough and like just taking so many notes of like, what did they say? How did they talk about the process and what they did different? And then it was probably three months of just trial and error, just over and over again, tweak one little thing, tweak one little thing. Mm And there was a lot of pizza made out of that kitchen that was garbage. And even when we started, our dough was so much, so much different. Mm. And I, I've always said, like, I, and it's true, I never changed the recipe. It's about the process. Mm. And also, like, hiring mm. people that were better bakers than myself. Mm. You know, it's like, if Smart. you have the skills, I'm not going to sit here and be high and mighty that I know better than you because I don't. Yeah. Like, you've been doing this for longer than I have. What are you changing? And so, like, it was year, almost year two, I would say, uh, of Peace Pie. And we had been having issues throughout the summer. It was, like, yeah, year and a half in. We've been having issues throughout the summer with our dough. And there'd be days that we came in, and the whole thing would just spiderweb when you stretched it. And you're like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And you can't fix it. Yeah. Because you made that dough, like, 48 hours ago. 
That's crazy. You know, so like you have nothing to do other than figure out a fix for the day, how to manipulate the dough so you can get pizza out, right? Yeah. And then the next day for two days out, what is it going to be like? And so it's this huge like gaming and like calendar game of like mm-hmm. fixes and whatnot. Yeah. And finally, one of my bakers, and he's still with me, and I tell him like too much. I'm like, you're never leaving my companies. So I'll always because <laughs> he's like he's phenomenal, and like I have a lot of future plans, and like he's a part of them. And so like there was one day I was like, Tim. I haven't been doing dough for a second because we got people doing it, right? Like, for me. But yeah. I'm like, I'm coming in at 4.30 in the morning, and you're <sighs> showing me, I'm not going to say a word, but you do your process the way you do your process. And he's like, all right, so I come in, and I hang my coat up, and then I do a little dance over to the clock in, and then I clock in. <laughs> and this is at 4.30 yeah. in the morning? <laughs> and I was like, do I have to do the dance? And he's like, you have to do the dance. And I was like, okay, I'll do I it. like it. <laughs> yes. and like, I, worked, I worked the shit with him. And there was like one, there was almost everything we do the same, besides the dance. And then <laughs> there was one variable, and it was the thing that changed our pizza dough like mm. dramatically. That's crazy. That's and I was awesome. like, Tim, why didn't you tell me you're doing this? He was like, I thought you'd think it was weird. I'm like, dog, I want to have good pizza. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tim for the win. Yeah. So nice. it's it's been an interesting process of just I love like. That. Trying to like pay homage to something that's I'm not from, but mm. I fell in love with. Yeah. And to like give it to the community here. Yeah. Um, I always say New York style. I'm not, it's not New York pizza. It's New York style. I'm trying to emulate it. You yeah. know, I'm uh, trying to crushes. do the best I can. That's awesome. Um, Very sad. Uh, it's been a fun journey. That's chat. That's so, awesome. Like, how, when did Peace Pie open? I, I'm, we opened December, 2019. Tw- oh my God. <sighs> we opened <Damn>. three <laughs> and a half months before the That's pandemic. Holy oh, shit. So, yeah. So you, were you guys just out of work for a couple months? Were you working? Or were you were you one of the early? We closed for a week and a half. I think. Okay. okay. We, there was like that mandatory like two yeah. weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like we opened with a full staff. It was going gangs, but gangbusters. Other than like January, there was a lull. But it's like that's, that's a slow January. season. Yeah. Okay. And it was going great though. Yeah. And we were so excited for um for St. Patty's Day. We're like, this mm-hmm. is the first big holiday. That like people are gonna be out drinking, like they're gonna come in. This is our first like time mm-hmm. of good exposure to the community. Mm-hmm. And I had like spent so much time on this Reuben pizza special, and like I toasted off mm. rye flour, I milled it myself, and I made this like this white sauce that tasted like rye bread but in a cream sauce. Mm-hmm. And because I knew I didn't want to change my dough, mm. and like I was like so jazzed about this pie, and then like the day came and no one was there. And I remember, like, sitting there, like, playing cards at a table, like, are people going to come? Like, there's, like, nobody. And, like, I had been following, like, the first, like, mentions of COVID was, like, late November, right? Yeah. yeah. Early December. And I had been, like, following it, and I kept telling my business partners, I'm like, it's not if, it's when, it's not if, it's when. And I'm like, mm. that's not happening. They wouldn't do that to business. And I'm like, it's not if, it's when. And then it happened. And so, like, it was just, like, the, the rugs pulled out from under you. Yeah. And sure. so we went from having, like, a full staff of, like, six or seven guys um, to me and one other person, my like second in command. Everybody else took unemployment. I didn't blame them. I'm like, I yeah. don't have hours. I don't know what the totally. future looks like. Do your thing. Find other work. Take unemployment. Yeah. And then, so me and Taylor, we started off like two days a week, takeout. It was pre order only. It was super mm. awkward. And then it was three days a week. And then it was four or five and six. And then we were open seven days a week. And it was still just me and him. Mm. And we like killed yeah. ourselves for a year. Like, it was uh, brutal. Wow. But we got through it, and, like, after 
basically nine months, we got another one of our homies to come work one day a week. And we were like, just so jazzed. We're like, oh my God, we can alternate like having a night off. Like this is amazing. <laughs> People don't understand how much goes into the, into the food industry. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, it, it is all the time. And the pandemic was just like, it was a, a bitch. lot. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a lot. It was in through this pandemic i mean emotionally like mentally and physically yeah like aside from the business too you know but like being in that and being in an industry that was open that uh, just as someone who had friends that worked in it and then like was ordering out as much Mm. as possible right during that and like yeah dealing with that one day two day pre-order and spokane showed out for that they did really did they really did this community does though spokane's very adaptive in a sense and then also like when they see a need in our in our you know food industry, they come and show out. Mm-hmm. When they see a new restaurant, they come and show out, and it, it like it you can feel the warmth and the love. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. it's so sincere. So it where, is. where did Sandos come? Because was it part of the pandemic or part of like like because you were making sandwiches? You started making sandwiches at okay. Peace Pride. Hold right? the phone. Let's talk about these brunch sandwiches. Okay. Wait first. First yes. of all, at Peace Pie. <laughs> Hold on, I have some opinions. No, yeah, some opinions I, and thoughts yeah. I want to share about Peace Pie. Uh, do you guys still do the dollar for a second slice on Saturdays, or is that so going on? We don't do it on Saturdays. Okay. What we switch to is a thing called Slice Dice on Tuesdays. Love this. And again, it relates to my childhood. There was this little burger joint down at Grand Coulee Dam. Do you remember the teepee? Was You're from a- OMAC, so you drove through Coulee, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. Do you remember the teepee? It was this little triangular building with a teepee on top, and it was yeah, a little burger joint. That sounds very familiar. Right on the main drag when you're going out towards Nespelum and like to the dam. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the so dam. they I used to have this Yahtzee cup on the counter, and you <laughs> shook your Yahtzee dice, and I can't remember what the discount was, but like I remember doing it as a kid, and like you got some, and the kid got a free ice cream or whatever. That's cool. But like it's like nostalgic in my mm. mind of like having this like shake a day thing. Yeah. And so like. When I finally decided to pull the dollar slices on Saturdays, because sorry, Saturdays are like the busiest day. Saturdays are not a busy day. I just remember that was something that it was like I kind of would forget what day it was and right. be like, oh, I might as well get a second slice of pizza. Right. <laughs> I, I only need one, but yeah, I'm gonna have two. And that was one of like the <laughs> pandemic, like what do we do to like get I feel people like in here? It but, actually yeah. was some of it was during the pandemic because I remember getting a box and then eating both slices in my car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would, like drive down and I'd be like, mm-hmm, yep, I'm gonna get two. Sl- I go to get coffee from a uh, hatch yeah. and then uh, get two slices of pizza. <laughs> Anyhow, coffee and pizza. Mm, talk so to me more about this Tuesday yeah. business. <laughs> the Tuesday thing, we basically have like a dice scheme, and so you roll a dice, and one through six has a different like discount or like free Fun. soda or mm. something on there. Yeah, and so it was like a way to like how do we shift it to a slower day. To have it make sense yeah. financially. I love that. Um, but also still give the discount. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Cool, and then yeah. you guys started doing brunch. And you, so your bread, which I haven't seen in a while, but I know I feel like anytime I got the bread, it was a weekday or yeah. early. So we've had a few iterations of like what we do bread wise. Um, we used to do what you're talking about. The, the loaves. house loaves. Yeah. And that was just our pizza dough. Yes, oh. and we just, I remember like, you. T- and I'm like, and what? Yeah. But then that's how you got those delicious little, well, the knots, and then the breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, mm. I fucking crushed. And so we don't do brunch anymore. Right. Someday I'd like to bring it back when it makes sense with yeah. the staffing and the everything. Yeah. Right now it's been like I need a day off, like at least. Totally. One. And I'm still working, but like it's the I don't have to like 
interact with customers day. Totally. Um, yeah. But the brunch is kind of, was somewhat at the beginning of, of the conception of Sandus. Okay. So like realistically, at the end of 2020, I was opening one morning and I wanted a breakfast sandwich and I already have these garlic knots and they were perfect size. They're great. So I cut one in half. I had bacon. I had an egg. I had cheese. I did it. And yeah. then it was like the next day I was like, I should sell these. So I like <laughs> took a picture of it and I like posted them selling them and we sold like 12 the first day. And then I sold like 16 the next day and like 20 something the next day. <laughs> and I was like, oh crap, I have to like hire somebody to like help me with this. And uh, <laughs> it just like continued. And we sold 600 in the first month. Holy we sold 3,200 in the first year because it like kind of evened out. Um, but like I tracked the numbers and I was really proud of it. And like it, it worked. I knew it worked. And then it, it morphed into like on Sundays. Now you have a lot of options for the sandwiches with the brunch menu. Yeah. Uh, and then we were also doing like challah bread with the Monte Cristo. Did you ever have you, that? No, but I or had no, the, the little the Monte Cristo, the croak, croak goddamn we called it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had the little pockets. The oh, meat, yeah, yeah. The, those the hand pies. Yeah. Those were good. Yeah. I'm a hand pie girly though. Mm. God damn. Crush those. I don't know. There's been like many just like different seasons of peace pie and like. Yeah. Always still what having was... great pizza, but right. it would be like, oh, you have one. Yeah, what else? <laughs> Once so, I was hanging out there long enough in the comments with like a group of friends at the table and that I had breakfast and lunch. <laughs> right? <laughs> we had breakfast and they were like, well, we might as well get some pizza. It's, it's afternoon. So that's the primitive. Yeah. <laughs> so you, like, so how did Sandos come about then? Like, because obviously Taco Vado closed or they moved. They, they, they moved. They moved. They moved. Where, yeah. where did they I'll move? I'll plug them. They're, they're on Northwest Boulevard in Cedar now. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So okay. he hit me up. I've known Mark just as acquaintances in the industry. Okay. Yeah. And, like, we met through the pandemic. Like, he opened right before it as well. Yeah. And it was just like, hey, solidarity. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're both dying. Like, we'll just talk to someone else about all the challenge. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing? We made a lot of friends through the pandemic as industry people. We were like, Absolutely. oh, yeah, you're, okay, you're working too. Like, it was one of those things. Mm. But um, he hit me up last May, and it was like a, hey, just want to put feelers out there. I'm looking to move. Uh, Would you want the spot? And I immediately said yes. Like, yes, of course. Yeah. Because I like the concept. Yeah. You know, it just makes sense. And I already saw that he's doing food out of there. It's obtainable. And so we worked on it. It took until, you know, we, we got the space in January. So it took a long time yeah. um, to actually, like, get the paperwork involved and everything. Um, and then we got it in January and we flipped the stand in three weeks. Holy cow. It's, is there... Oh, it's a coffee stand. It's a coffee stand, yeah, right? It's a coffee where's stand. The, where, where do you make food in there? <laughs> so there is a prep shed that has been like grandfathered oh, in as a prep shed. shed. I love this. Um, I'm like, how does this work? Yeah, there's like a whole three sink dish, like you know, like set up in there. We have an oven in there. It's all nice. approved. Um, Damn. And so like we do some of the prep in there, but mainly it's at Peace Pie. And so I have mm. prep staff that yeah. works at Peace Pie, and then we transport it over with a, yeah. again approved plan through the yes. health department of yep. like transportation and everything. Absolutely, people are, yeah, people, yeah. yeah. And so like it, it, I could not do Sandoz without a secondary prep kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's impossible for what I'm doing there. If I was doing it in a manner that was not from scratch, totally doable in that stand. Yeah, yeah. I could buy buns, I could buy sausage, I could buy bacon. You know, it's like that. Um, but we choose to do it the incredibly hard way that <laughs> takes a lot more labor. But that, that's so much love that goes into, like, everything's from scratch there. Yeah. You mean, like, even your, like, the meat on your sandwiches, like, you, mm -hmm. you 
the, what, talk, talk about the, was it the ham? Yeah, the ham yeah. takes seven days to make. Yeah. Um, and Damn. so, like, on the first six weeks of Sandoz, like, we got so much love. I did not expect it You at all. sold 4,450 4, sandwiches in your first four weeks. Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. I that think sounds like... I did another interview unreal. a couple weeks ago, <laughs> probably three weeks ago, and I think the number was six. Oh, oh wow. It's a change. It's a, we're on average about 1,000 a week. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Shit. it's... Yeah. It's a lot, but it's like, lot. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, awesome um, the only like meats I don't make there is I buy really good bacon. I buy Daly's bacon, twelve fourteen cut, yeah, Applewood yeah. hard smoked. Like, yeah. I know, I know what I want. Yeah, yes. and then uh, we buy really good salami, really good pepperoni, and that's for our Italian. And then everything else we make from in house. I had your egg salad. Your egg salad. Oh. It, it was amazing. It's a, it's a, it's a sleeper. It was so fucking good. I was mm. like, because I, so I, I was like, I need to go eat here before I interview Isaac. And I was like, I, uh, and I, but I showed up at like two fifty, and it's like they close <laughs> at three o'clock. And I was like, I don't want to be the move, guy who like Brennan. tries to order like <laughs> one of their move. hard things. I'm like, I'm gonna just order a, I'm just gonna order the egg salad. And I know that. I've heard people talk about the egg salad because it's like a is it a family recipe or is it? It's based on my mom's deviled egg recipe. Oh, okay, yeah, that, oh. yeah. Because an egg salad sandwich is an egg excuse to eat salad. like four deviled eggs. Yes. Right, yeah, that's all it is. Do we, we need lie an to excuse? Yeah, no. <laughs> we try to Let's give the general real. public an excuse. I feel like <laughs> any like Thanksgiving, like when you actually get deviled, everyone has like at least four eggs. I think I probably eat a dozen eggs. <laughs> yeah. love I would be willing to like watch a food eating contest with deviled eggs, like. Mm. I think oh. it would be a lot more than people expected. I, it would be a lot. I'm just thinking of. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it'd uh, be a lot. Yeah. I'd, I'd try I'd leave it. quickly. No. After. <laughs> I was like, I would try. It. <laughs> yeah, it was not gonna be small. Good. Depends on the filling. Depends on how much is in the filling. Right. Mm, I love deviled eggs, egg salad. I haven't been to Sandoz yet. You're popping I'm off every time it. I drive by. There's the line, and I'm like, God damn. Yeah, let's talk about we're this. Finally evening out, but like I said, the first six weeks was brutal. Yeah. Um, we didn't expect it, so it was like day one was just uh, friends and family, and then of course because the windows are open and there's a line, people just, just get in get line. In line. Yeah. And so it was like way more unexpected. Especially if you're going to, if you were going, I know that ta- people who were going to Taco Vado right. were very upset that it was closing. But oh, they we heard. heard. We heard it all. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did. Like <laughs> our, sure. our, our friend Steve Dobbs, <laughs> yes. like would he literally would drive up to Taco Vado to get the breakfast like burritos. It's like me driving up to Wake Up <laughs> exactly, uh, and but but now it's now you now you're doing that like now people are literally going out of their way to come right. to Sandoz and it's magic like when you're talking about Spokane showing up yeah. and I think and I I related a lot to uh, Chatterhead mm. like because when Chatterhead opened and Travis opened that like that place was packed always yeah and well if you yeah if you have a mark on spokane and the food scene and you make good food people know and people will follow it's the truth it it definitely helps to have a little bit of a name first yeah yeah um so that people kind of know what's going on and people can vouch for you but as an outsider, because I've had this conversation quite a few times, because like, okay, I follow you on Instagram, but obviously I follow your five <laughs> five. But I'm like, did he open Sandos? Like, is Sandos his? Yeah. And I was like trying to put two and two together from social media, but also social media is a fucking great way to like, that's how everyone hears about it, right? And then I'm like, wait a minute. I was like trying to like <laughs> piece everything together. Um, that's Creep. I tried to be low key about it at first. Well, I, I would have, not gonna lie. I've gone in peace by multiple times, and I've probably ordered from you. Yeah. And I had no idea you were the owner. I would probably just 
assume that you were the kid working there. <laughs> I know, no, I get it. I get it a lot. Yeah. And it's super impressive. Jeez, this is, Brennan, it's so, have that it, bias. It's super yeah. impressive though to see like to see you killing it and like bringing like this really good food to Spokane. That's like, and it's it's. I mean, for lack of a better term, it's like hangover food, and it's. You, I mean, you sell Pedialyte at Sandoz. You like, sell <laughs> Pedialyte? Hangover food on purpose. Yeah. Like, that's brilliant. That's I like to drink. Amazing. I like to party. And my Same. friends do, too. And so, yes. like, when, when, we, when we got the opportunity for Sandoz, immediately it was, what do you put in there? It's Sandoz. Yeah. We knew it was that. I didn't know the name, and my mm. buddy Josh Newmeyer like, mm. named it for me. And he was like, you're overthinking this. Just call it Sandoz. And I was yeah. like, okay. And, um, but like, we knew that we just wanted to do that, but it's like, breakfast is the hangover cure. Yeah. Yes. It also, is. Pedialyte and Liquid IV are the hangover cure. Why is no one making it readily available for Spokane Period. just yes. loves to drink? Like, like, we do. Yeah. Like, we do. I love Liquid IV. Yeah. It's I'm a not a Pedialyte kid, but I love Liquid IV. It's a little salty, but it's a it's, oh, it's good. So, the I Liquid IV salt. gets you right. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Oh my I've gosh, never tried so Liquid great. IV. I've had you Pedialyte, it, but I've never. You had can get it back IV. to Costco. You it can get it at Costco, too, but actually. you can get it at the grocery. You can get it like at Target now. Yeah. Man. Online, it's great. It crushes. I use it for the gym. You should really use it. But you get some Liquid IV. You get a B vitamin and some magnesium. Take it all together. Is that, is that what I need to sell next? Is the B vitamins? Yeah, and some magnesium. <laughs> okay, it'll it'll kick a hangover in a couple hours for See? sure. And Professionals, some, you know, Advil or something. And like selfishly, like I want, like it sounds kind of shitty to say, it, but like I want Santos to be that place that like you come in hungover once and I fix you, Aww. and then every yes. time you're hungover, you think about me and my spot. <laughs> And I'm like that little bug in your brain of like, how do I feel better? Oh, I go know to, the dealer. Yes. Like, yeah, and then I get you right. <laughs> I love it. They used to be Atlianos. Like, we would go, did I say that word wrong? Atlianos? Atlianos? Oh my God. I was like, you where are you so at? Bad. Where is Leona's? I was like, <laughs> looked at you and you oh knew from my face. And I was like, what the fuck <laughs> what, are, what are you saying? saying? That was what we would always go there and get. Uh, breakfast burritos. Those yeah. breakfast burritos. And they're um, they're mm. greasy and amazing. Yeah. And Grease in the morning. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, really, I mean, <laughs> all day. All day. Uh, but you see, so you specialize in, I mean, that you have all sandwiches. It's breakfast sandwiches. It's also, you also have regular. Yeah, we have like, a lunch, 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 lunch menu. menu as well. yeah. Yeah. Is it, so funny question, is it only on the one side through the drive through No, it's both. It is both. Yeah. I never see cars on the yeah. other side. We kind of joke about it that smart people go to the left side, but. Yeah. That's it. I always <laughs> see traffic on the right. Maybe because I'm always coming down Cedar, I, right? I don't know why people don't think you can just go around, because they're like, they'll see other cars there, and they just choose. Cho yeah. Yeah. People just like to follow. Sheep. I do. They're yeah. sheep. No, yeah. Fine. Come on, sheeple, go to the left side. Before we end the conversation, we have we have to talk about this other uh, unicorn business that you have that you don't really want to talk too much about. But Lacey's Burgers, the pop up smash burger. Okay, <laughs> hold the phone. Why Hunter? She did the branding. For, uh, Christina. Yes. Yeah. For for Lacey's. Christina is all my branding. Yeah. Okay, great. Because I was going to say, so I know Maker and Made. Mm -hmm. uh, they're we they're fabulous. Brittany and Millie. I know Christina through Instagram and we've mm -hmm. met at Maker Made but like don't know her but I was like where's this burger shop I'm like yeah. this is sexy <laughs> like, this is sexy branding like this mm -hmm. is so good and then I like couldn't figure it out this is why it's a fucking pop up yeah so I'm, like on the Christina topic she's phenomenal she's a really close friend 
She's done four brands with me now. That's awesome. Like, and I will keep using her. She, yes. We were able to like sit down and have a high life and I'll tell her what I want. And she's like, what the fuck are you saying? And then she comes back with exactly what I was trying to say. Love it. And so like, it just works. It's a great yes. relationship. She's very um, talented. Very talented. So, I got to interject one second. What, yeah. She redesigned Spokast. Oh, she did? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hot. Awesome. Like, well, great. Maker Made did. Maker Made But she was yeah. the designer she was the designer. Yeah. Awesome. I did. So. I did one project through Maker and Made, and I love them. All, yes. All the all the you know partners there. Wonderful ladies. Yeah. And um, we we had like four options of what to go through, and this was for a project that didn't actually happen. Hopefully, it will happen someday. It, it fell through, but um, out of the four options, I picked Christina's without knowing it was Christina's. That's but it was awesome. just like she knows what I'm looking for. She knows my vibe and my style and whatnot. Yeah. That's great. So Lacey's is a burger pop-up basically created out of spite. So let's talk Smash Burgers for a second. Yeah. <sighs> face. I don't want to, like, talk shit, but... We don't have to name names, but we can name names. When I think of Smash Burgers, I think of the elk. Uh, I, th- I consider... I thought you were going to name names. Well, the the elk smash burger. No, I think no. Um, I think a Durkins is a smash burger, kind of. Uh, I, I think of Delish when I think of like that kind of burger. What, it's where just, else I mean, isn't a smash burger is a is a, a smash tra- patty? It has to be a smash patty. I mean, they get theirs pre smash. Oh, okay, okay, fair. So Delish like, does, fair. Yeah. Delish does. I mean, I guess you could consider it that, but like, where a else smash are burger, there smash burgers in town? There's very few in town that I kind of respect as Smashburgers. What does that mean, Smash? Okay, okay, here's the thing, here's the thing. You can use the term Smashburger as long as it's a ball of meat that you then pressed on the grill. Whoop-de-doo. Okay, that's just a burger, basically. But, like, people, it's everyone's favorite buzzword now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's on every menu you look at that's new. It Everyone has to use it because it's trendy, or they feel like they have to use it. My mm. thing is, is that true smash burgers need to be a whole hell of a lot thinner. Oh, yeah. And I'm so sick and tired of seeing a half-inch burger be called a smash burger. It's mm. not a fucking smash burger. <laughs> it's just a burger with craggly edges. Get yep. over yourself. And so I burger history is almost deeper than pizza history, or I know maybe more about it in some ways. Mm. I'm, I'm dying to know where these other burgers are. East Coast. Okay, uh, okay. Other places, but mainly the East Coast because the origins of hamburgers are more mm. East Coast. Okay. Um, but it's, I'm sick and tired of seeing these thick patties. I want two to three dimes thick. Yeah. Like, I'm talking thin. Hudson's okay. is, a, yep. is a smash burger. And that's yep. probably the best example of a local smash yep. burger. I haven't been to Hudson's in Hudson's so in long. Hudson's is a true smash burger because you can eat three, four mm-hmm. Hudson burgers and I mean, you're gonna feel shitty they don't, eating four, right, but right. like you can do it. But they're lighter. But they're they lighter. They don't have yeah. cheese though, right? Or they do, do not, they? They only do pickles, onions, and you can get their sauces. They do no I cheese. Have strong oh. feelings about that, but they're good burgers. Mm. Do they do cheese? Actually, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I think they do. They might. Actually, I have, I have feelings that cheese goes on burgers too, but at the same time, I respect when a place with tradition says no. Yeah. yeah. No I fries, want yeah. more restaurants to say no. Oh, sure. Because the more you say no, the more you're true to yourself and actually give a shit about the product. And honing in on the craft of that recipe yep. and that. Yes, that's fair. It, I get that. Giving in to customers is not always the worst thing, but it can be your demise. I respect the no modifications. I feel like Italia is one spot that I think of that is like, we're not going to modify it. Like, mm. you, you get it as you get it. So with, with the Smash Burger 
conversation. The other thing is caramelization. Mm-hmm. Why are we smashing a burger? Why are we not just doing a patty? Patties shrink, so they're moving a lot more on that grill. Less contact and moving contact, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're doming up, which I'm is why the so whole much. thing that of like people are like, put an ice cube in it, put a thumb in it. Like, you know, because they're trying uh, to make their birdie not, you know, baseball on you. Uh-huh. But like so real, real smash burgers, they are super tiny. And I have this badass massive spatula and just a wooden dowel. And you smash <laughs> and you smear and then you smear back. And it's like it spreads out to about yay big. And it's all just caramelization. Mm. The best part of food is caramelization, the Myard mm-hmm. reaction. It's those sugars caramelizing yeah. and the fats rendering out. And yeah. so I call my pop-up Lacey's because it's a lacy edge burger, which is a specific burger style where awesome. you're getting this meat lace. There's holes in it from the fat rendering out. Mm. It's like I a 70 or 72% fat grind. You want more fat than less. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's rendering out. It's beautiful. It's perfect. So it good. cooks in no time at all. You flip it. You slap American cheese on it. You have to have American cheese for those burgers, okay? I'm hard and I, fast about that. I love American cheese on my yeah. burgers and I on my cheese steaks. I don't like American cheese. No, it has but a place it has a time and place. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to like put it on my sandwich. Here's the thing or that like... people would fight me about. I don't think grilled cheese with American cheese is good. <gasps> no. I don't I, like I, it. I would oh. Like it's a, it doesn't, the cheese just like kind of breaks apart, right? Yeah. No, it's gooey. It's amazing. The texture is awesome. There's no flavor. Well, you okay, don't put just American cheese on it. You I put it with other cheese. And but like there's every a time and place for right? that. There's oh, a yeah, time yeah. and place for it. It's like, it's like the OG, like kid, like cheap, easy, quick comfort. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like the sophisticated, like grown up grilled cheese. Yeah. There's a place I mean, for. I just want a fucking Velveeta. I want a Velveeta craft. Singles, That's all I wanted. <laughs> yes. Soup. Like, you know what? I, I just a couple of weeks ago, I made Tim. I was like, Tim, I want, I want Velveeta mac and cheese. <laughs> And he was like, what? And then I was like, please. And then we made it. And he was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, that's right. It crushes. No. So, but <laughs> there's, just sometimes, there's just a time and place for it. <laughs> you've done, so you've done a couple of these pop-ups. Most recently. Yeah, when's your next what, one? What How most, do you find out about these most fucking pop-ups? Did? So do I get on a list? I need to, <laughs> do you need come to... up with a plan oh. for how we do it publicly. Mm. Most of these are private, mm. but I'll, I'm just going to put it in the right words that I want to use. Follow Lacey's. I just yep. did it. Yep. And you might end up getting a message ah. that has a location and a time on it. Damn. Um, yeah. All right. It's um, like that. Wow. So it's very under the radar and exclusive. That's... Oh, you did it at Radio Bar. So we did one public one. We got some shit for it. And I have issues with how expensive the permits are for... for oh. uh, it's called TFE permits. Oh. Temporary Food Establishment Permits. Lame. The health department's recently changed to make it <coughs> very expensive. Because pop-ups are so great and trendy, but also because fucking rent's so expensive yeah. and everything mm. else. So um, I have some in the works at actual sit-down locations that I'll be doing. So keep an eye out. And those, well, I just those, followed those, and liked those the Those will photos, be public. So. Um, okay. I've kicked around the idea of doing pig out before. It's not going to happen this year, but it's probably going to happen next year. You're going to do which it? Which will be uh, asinine. Oh, so you're talking it's, about getting, buying a food truck. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> sadly, sadly, what it means is that I'm going to build my own Blackstone grills. Oh. oh and, like, Lord. do it right. Holy shit. Um, I have a plan with a buddy that we might do it. But um, 
The way that Lacey's is happening uh, is is basically invite only. Okay. Cool. Um, I like I like exclusive. There things. will be a, a poster at some point. There's a concert in May on the twentieth that Lacey's will be at. Keep your eye out for that. I don't want to give away too much because yeah, no, for sure. Like, no, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't that's want to get anything. Hint. Hmm. So May twentieth, there's a concert, and not April twentieth. Nope. May twentieth. Okay. Uh, May twentieth. Or twentieth. You know. Oh. Oh. Wow. Man, right I feel like we just got the we just got the <laughs> definitive. I'm just like I'm I, hungry, and all I've done is eat. Yeah. Also, I just want to add this too. Like burgers need the right bun. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what kind of bun do you use? I use you, the, you make oh, your own bun, no, right? No, no, no. No, you don't. Okay. I use the only bun that's the option. What is that? It's a Martin's potato roll. Oh. I love potato. potato no bread. one on this side of the U.S. is using these much. Interesting. It's do you order Coast them thing. online? I get them through my distributors. I got my ways. <laughs> but do you have a potato potato roll dealer? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but oh it's the gosh. truth. Like it, it, the bun I'm has sorry, to work sorry. with everything. Like it's all gotta go. Well, in yeah, combination. It's, a, it's a huge. It's like fifty percent of yeah. the fucking burger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do, I do, I do a plain. I do, and I do a deluxe. Mm. I've done an Oklahoma. Uh, I can't talk all of a sudden. An Oklahoma City uh, fried onion burger a few times. That one's where you do insanely thin sliced onions oh. pressed on the grill first, and you press the patty into it. It flips it. It steams the onions and cooks them. Wow. It's a whole thing. That's amazing. Um, I've done some cheddar skirt burgers before where cheddar, that that's where cheddar comes to play. Uh, but like crispy cheese is the best cheese. Uh, um, there's wow. there's a lot of hamburger history that needs to be showcased out here. And like I said, I'm going to keep it exclusive for a while until we can find the right location for it. Oh my God. Yeah. What? I what? love this so much. I want to fucking leave. Yeah. I mean, your face. I will say this about Spokane. Like, there's like only a few burger places that I re- like. Because yeah. this is the biggest joke, and you guys all know this is everybody fucking puts a burger on their menu because yep. mm-hmm. it's, it, because it's, it's you, there. Because, right? like, it's the only thing that will, I mean, it will sell on a menu. Like, I went to, I went to Outsider. They have a burger. Yeah. Like, they don't need to have a burger on their menu. Mm-hmm. But, like, everyone puts a burger on their menu. Sure. Someone, so. we, need, we need to change that culture. Mm-hmm. The, fine dining or that, I guess whatever, that's when that, people need to say no to adding yeah. burgers on their menu. Like, stick to yeah. what you actually I think order. That is a good Rarely do I order. I order burgers at the Elk and at Durkin's. Yeah. If I'm going out, like, those are the only two places. Durkin's burger is phenomenal. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's fucking it's really amazing. Good. It is, like, technically mm-hmm. a smash burger because they're pressing it. Yeah. Like, I don't think it needs any of the condiments. Like, I love the pickles on there. But, Ugh. like, it, it could just come just meat and cheese, and it's it's perfect. And their french yeah. fries. I always mayo. feel bad ordering the burger at Durkin's because I'm like, I know they have other great foods. Same. You know, but it's hard to get away from. Yeah. It is. Sure. That's that's the deal. That's why you have to, like, that's why you got to get someone has to order the burger and someone else has to order something else. They <laughs> share. The uh, Spatula mac and cheese on their menu I is haven't had so it. amazing. Oh, man. I haven't had it for a while now. You know, yeah. you and I, Nate and I went <laughs> once and we ordered two orders of the tartare. Oh, the tartare. Is oh, so good. I love tartare. <laughs> we just were like, that was so good. And they serve it differently now. It's no longer like a little like ball of meat with the raw egg. Now it comes on the toast. Mm. I don't know how new. I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about it either. Like it was the, still good, but I like mixing scoop, it with a yeah. caper an and then like the bread and yeah. having to always order more Participation bread. Participation food is yeah. so fun. It is. It yeah. is. Man. Yeah. God, there's just so much we could talk about. I just like, I, 
you're killing it in Spokane, and I, I thank you thank for you. doing what you're doing. I, you're so. I mean, you're only in your mid twenties, and you're already. Yeah, how old are you? Are you? Twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> and you're. I just like. I see, like, good for you. I just, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see what the future holds for. We are proud of you. We for are you, proud of you and for what you're going to bring to Spokane because I just don't think it's going to end. And I think absolutely it's, like, not. And having good food in Spokane is like what I love. But like, mm-hmm. and the community that the that you're building and the people that are around you are building with you, like, it's just going to get better and better and better. I feel like, and it's just exciting to see, like, especially if. Lacey's happens, you know, sometime soon. I mean, we're gonna they're gonna get some pop ups, obviously, but like, yeah. but like what you're doing at Sandos, Peace Pie, it's just like ah. Also, like one yeah. of the most iconic things I tell people this all the time. I'm like, one thing that you have to do in downtown Spokane is grab <laughs> grab a hole or a few slices of mm. pizza from Peace and go see a movie at the Lantern. Yeah, mm, yeah. literally, that's something I do often. It's I just, a good combination. I just did. Yeah. It's so great. We went and saw the menu and we had pizza. Oh, like wow. from yeah. like we were eating pizza <laughs> from Fire while we were watching oh, the menu. God, that's funny. And like that's awesome. it's just it's such like those two things go together in my mind. Yeah, like right. even though I go to Peace Pie so much without going to the movie theater, but like it's great. Like you have to do that. Yeah. Uh well we end up Spokast with the same question we've always ended it with is why Spokane? Spokane is like it's growing up. It was the big city in my mind, right? Mm. It was always so attractive in that manner, um, being from such a small town, and it's like big enough to satisfy, and it's small enough to like coddle my social anxiety. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. Nate, I'm like that's Nate. I like look over him. Like oh, yeah. yes. It's just like there's really, really great sense of the community here. And I, I did an interview last week from my small town paper. Oh, wow. Cute. That's Aww. awesome. That's because cool. I bugged my mom. I was like, Mom, I was like, I opened two businesses and I'm from the small town. Why does no one talk to me about this? <laughs> shit? Yes. And I, like, mainly I wanted my sister to be a part of it since she's a huge part of Sandoz, which mm. I just have to say, but like really quick. My sister quit her job to come work for me at Sandoz. And damn. the bakery program at Sandoz is Top notch. Mm. Hell so she's yes. a phenomenal baker, and we have a lot of future plans for what we're going oh, nice. to do here Love in Spokane this. with it. Yeah. But like, what's her name? Her name's Aubrey. Aubrey. And like, yes. Yeah. If you go to Sandoz, do not sleep on the cookies, man. Okay. Like, yeah. oh. Do not sleep on the cookies, and the scones, cookies? the turnovers, the everything. Are your cookies also at Peace Pie? Too? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. And she does yeah. both. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Awesome. So, we stopped sourcing them. We do them ourselves now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. But no, I like, I did this um, interview. And I told the person interviewing me, I'm like, Spokane still has that, like, feeling of neighborhood and, like, Mm. community, even though I didn't grow up here. Yeah. Like, I've gained such a wealthy community here. Yeah. And it feels like I'm still able to go borrow a cup of sugar from my neighbor. Yeah. Absolutely. It feels like I'm safe here and knowing that people have my back and it's not just, like, so anonymous. Yeah. Which is, like, what I like about traveling to big cities because I feel anonymous for once. I'm Mm -hmm. nobody. You don't Mm -hmm. have to, like, I don't feel weird being out. Mm -hmm. But, like, Spokane also in its own sense has such a sense of comfort and just, like, feels like home. Mm -hmm. And so, like, even though I didn't grow up here and, like, idolized it as a kid, it has now become such, like, a big part of my life. And I I just want to give back in the ways I can. I want to give back with, you know, good food. I want to be able to employ people in a, you know, ethical way. Yeah. I want to do as much as I can to give back. Love. That's 
That's great. I love that. That is such a great Amazing. way to yeah. describe the city. I appreciate you. I thank you for coming on Spokecast. Thank you, mm-hmm. Nate and Andrea. Yeah, this is, this is so much fun. So fun. It was great. Uh, thank you for having me. Seriously, I no, want to go eat you. some food. Uh, Sandoz is open. Um, six days a week, right? Six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, Peace Pie's open Monday through Saturday. Uh, weekdays, it's uh, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Weekends, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Nice. Follow him on awesome. Instagram. We'll link yeah. it. Also, yep. did you say 6 a.m. for Sandoz? Yep. Yeah. Damn, okay, see, I just Very need good. to go before yeah. work. That's what oh, you mean, to do. You mean go I get your to coffee. I going to wake up call. No, or just co- go get my wake go up call coffee. coffee. When you're coming, I literally When you're going south, you're going oh my gosh, okay, great. pick up a sandwich. And go on the other side. I'll be there tomorrow morning. I'll be there tomorrow morning. (laughs) That's it. Will Uh, you be there? I will. I'll be there tomorrow morning. (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow morning. Uh, Well, awesome. Thank you so much, Isaac, for coming on. And uh, everyone else, peace. Bye. 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 Gonna do it like me. Cause there ain't nobody like me. Can't nobody do it like me. You ain't seen nothing like me. I said it's all about you and no one else. I said, don't you just wanna love yourself? Let me hear you sing it louder. Don't you just wanna love yourself? I said it's all about you and no one else. I said, don't you just wanna love yourself? Let me hear you sing it louder. Gonna do it like me. This is a production of Spokass Production Studios located in Spokane, Washington. Our city, our stories. And a big thank you to Jinx Universe for letting us use his song, Like Me, from his latest album, Make It Look Good. Peace.